2: Dark deeds unfold on the streets of Arkham, and which unwitting souls, innocent or impure, will succumb to the maddening call,
1: the Call of Cthulhu.
2: Experience the unknowable horror and black comedy of Nerdy Show's Call of Cthulhu Mystery Program, an RPG audio drama. Find it at CthulhuMystery.com or wherever you procure fine podcasts
1: flame
0: on welcome to flame on i'm brian you may not remember my voice it's been a while how are you guys doing delightful wonderful i don't believe either of you but we'll move on (laughs) (laughs) you heard pat
1: yeah loves me
0: eric hello and uh as is our tradition every other week we do a uh, gay and geeky podcast this time a deep dive two fingers deep into the world the Great British Bake Off, or as I like to think of it now, the mighty Bush Off. It's not the maybe. Great
1: British Bake Off here. That's copyright laws. It's the Great British Baking Show here in
0: the US. Oh that's right. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's actually on Netflix, is that?
1: Great British Baking Show. Oh. Yeah, all their US deals are
0: Oh, that's right. That Jeff Boxworthy thing and that other one that they did. I wonder if that's all in there somehow. I don't know. Oh, I'm sure. So, if you're not familiar with this show, it is a reality TV show, don't let that fool you, uh, in England, on the BBC. BBC, right? It was on the BBC for its first
2: eight seasons. I don't think
1: it moved. Seven. It was then uh, opted to be purchased, or to be moved to Channel 4. Yeah. Okay. Which is why there's been a cash change for um, Series 8 and Series 9. So that's right.
0: Okay. that that's, It's all coming back to me. Um, but if you have heard your friends talk about it or if you watched it yourself, you know that it is a delightful reality show where everybody gets along and there is no strife. There's a little bit of sadness and disappointment, to be sure. But uh, otherwise, very British and very proper. And- it's very
2: pleasant, though.
1: Unless somebody steals your custard.
0: Oh. Or takes your baked Alaska out of the freezer.
1: <gasps> oh. No, they left the door open, and then <laughs> Bin Gate happened. Oh.
0: So, uh, Poor if you, haven't, if you oh. haven't seen any of it, we're not going to spoil it, really, because it's a reality show. We're not going to like go, oh, so-and-so won the finals let's not
1: that's what you say
0: i mean i i won't so i mean maybe
2: I for this newish season newest season <laughs> season I mean, seizure. you're seizure. like donald <laughs>
0: trump are you having some <laughs> anonymous are you Anonymish. having a seizure while, while we're doing this <laughs> um but no uh, it, it's not something we have to but if you are concerned of course about being spoiled you know maybe don't don't listen come back but um, uh, you got a lot of seasons to catch up on so you know Are they all on Netflix now? They
1: are not. The first three series were not aired here in the U.S. I believe that after series three, they brokered a deal with PBS to air them in the United States, which which is when the change in title from Great British Bake Off to the Great British Baking Show happened. Because the cake platter that they give at the end to the winner says the Great British Baking Show. So I believe that was all part of a massive deal to get that over here in the States. So series four through seven aired on PBS and are on Netflix. And then when channel four was the home of uh great British baking show, I think the PBS deal also went away. So now to everybody's surprise, because when I woke up, uh, uh, and I was all excited because the new season of Ultimate Beastmaster was dropping. I got all excited. It was August 31st, I think, was the uh, the drop date for it. Is I, that
2: worth watching at all?
1: Oh, I enjoy it so much. Okay. It's, it's like... Do you prefer it to Ninja Warrior? N- it's
0: no. It's weird, though. It's like Wipeout a little... It, not <laughs> in tone, but in... The obstacles. way that
1: some of these people bounce off of these obstacles... It really does feel very Wipeout-ish. There there was one point where they had to bounce off a trampoline, and the person hit in such a way that, oh, I was rolling. Anywho, um, they're completely different beasts. Yeah. No pun intended, Ah. or all pun intended. Uh, (laughs) But so I was excited for that, and then I saw that there were new episodes of The Great British Baking Show, and was surprised when I started binging it, that it says it's a Netflix original. Yeah. So I'm assuming that part of the uh their new deal is that Netflix will get the series however long after it airs and then we'll uh it'll be a Netflix original here it, in the States.
0: It makes sense because if you know the history of the show, they were a surprise like explosive hit in England and then a few years later blew up over here. So the original deal with PBS probably was like one thing. Because a lot of BBC ends up on PBS, right? And when Channel 4 comes in, they're more more—they're a commercial entity, not a, a state-sponsored, like our PBS. They're going to make as much money as they can, so Netflix. It also explains, and now I remember now when this all happened, the original hosts Mary Berry, or host is complicated, right? Because there's two comedians. The show
1: presenters are, were uh, Mel and Sue, and then the judges were Paul and Mary.
0: And Mel and Sue are comedians, yes. Paul and Mary our are, are chefs or uh bakers. Uh, one yeah. they, ba- yes. Yeah. So BBC had contracts with Mel and Sue and I believe Mary, but maybe Paul didn't or, or something happened where it, it, it they,
1: they, they opted not to. Is that they what didn't want to go. They did not want to go. They
0: stayed with BBC.
1: Yes. Oh yeah. yeah so yeah. they're
0: doing their own show now over on BBC. I think it was
1: a matter of the, that they did not want they saw the commercialization of the show and didn't want to kind of, in a sense, sell out. So, they stayed behind. And yes, I've done other stuff on uh, on the BBC. Paul, on the other hand, is like, Paul, who's gonna pay me?
0: What's last name? Paul. Hollywood. Hollywood. Surprisingly said, give me all your fucking money, I don't care. God, he's so hot, i give him all my money. Yeah. So, <laughs> two, see it. He's way too tan. Two figures. He's way too tan. It's, it's weird. Up and um, down. So, floured or oiled. <laughs> <laughs> so, the premise of the show is a baking competition. There, are how many people usually like eight to uh, twelve? Seven twelve start. It's, it's a lot. 10 to 12.
1: Thir- twelve or thirteen, depending on the season, because it's a ten uh, episode run. And
0: and every- they end
1: with three in the final episode.
0: And every week, somebody goes home, and there's a star baker that gets a something. What do they get? Nothing. Know, nothing. They
2: don't get anything.
1: Except for one series where uh, they the bakers themselves made uh, like a sheriff star, and it said star like, and whoever the star baker was would get it. I oh. think Richard made it because he got star baker like fifteen times in ten episodes. So and still lost.
0: The, um, <laughs> the I was so sad about that. There's there's three baking challenges per show. Yes, there is a what's the first one like the signature challenge? Okay, which
1: they get the every week they get the uh, topics of like the topic of the week, and they're able to practice their signature bake at home. Uh, And when they come into the tent, that is the first challenge, and it is a times challenge for whatever the theme week is, and then the judges will bounce around and kind of talk to them during their preparation, and then they will come and taste them
0: at their benches. And then they judge them accordingly.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, there's no like scoring or anything, but they're just kind of, they're critiqued, and if they do really well, Paul shakes their hands, and everybody gets all excited because a Paul Hollywood handshake is—it's a big deal. Yes,
0: it is, and you get to touch them. Um, then oh, two fingers, and then there is the technical challenge, which is the most sadistic baking challenge I think of any of anything I've ever seen. Because they give them like a recipe that doesn't really give you all the details. It's a, like a make bare bones, bread. a yeah.
1: bare bones uh, recipe, and, then, and when they do a torta, that was crazy. Is that the wind. The layered thing that was the 20 the 20 layered uh alternating light and dark that was cool like cake one
0: i loved that i still want to make one of those um and then the final uh is the the showcase i want to say showcase Uh, showdown showstopper showstopper where it's meant to be kind of above and beyond, over the top, keeping with the week's theme, which there usually is a theme for that week of making bread or making savory things or yep. we're making Victorian dish uh, yeah. bread. You know,
1: you have bread week, you have uh, pastry week, you have custard week. You've got, um, I think there was Victorian week. I think yeah. that's that's where uh, that's where my favorite from that series went home. Oh God, I want to I want to call her Bernice,
0: but not Bernice. Oh, I can't remember her name now. But I no, no, I don't know. So um, and then by the end again, you the judges evaluate who who did what, how they did. One person goes home, another person gets the uh, star baker. So that's the format. Um, again, everybody's super nice, and they're making these very complicated dishes usually that are baked, and so you get a lot of the, oh no, their custard fell. Oh no, their their whatever didn't set. Um, their base,
1: their baked Alaska started to melt. <laughs>
0: um poor ian you also get <laughs> just keep going back to oh, it oh it is important to point out that this is amateur bakers these are not like top chef or um any of the american shows that are not like there's, there's some american amateur cook shows but not a lot so really uh, uh is a master chef that's not no yes, yeah master, master chef. chef
1: is amateur okay. uh chefs um or like the kids baking challenge or or even the adult baking challenge on there the duff hosts on uh yeah the food network because those are amateur amateur bakers but i
0: mean these guys uh, these people are all at the top of their game for being amateurs they don't bring in like ringers that are gonna blow out and do terrible however oh, there,
1: sometimes. there are some very nailed it-esque
0: moments uh where things just do not work especially with the showstopper uh if you have to balance a giant cake Or you have uh, some structural issues or your textures are just completely wrong. And, yeah, there's some heartbreak, to be sure. So that's the format. That's the show. And then, again, with this newest season on Netflix, uh, they changed out the hosts. They changed out Mary, but they kept Paul. And I don't remember their names. Uh, the Prue
2: is the new judge.
0: Okay. She likes balls around her neck.
2: She does wear a lot of eccentric uh,
0: necklaces. One time it was a ball gag. I mean, I am bit... There's a
1: lot of anal beads. Anal beads, yeah. Anal beads and cock rings. A friend of mine has been watching, and he actually has been uh, snapping pictures of uh, Prue's necklaces and sending them to me. And I'm just like, yep, she's got quite an extensive collection of ball necklaces.
0: It is it is kind of fascinating. Um, and then the new comedians uh, who I don't know at all. Uh, Sandy, well, I know one of them.
2: Sandy, who she's Scandinavian descent, but that's all I know about her. <laughs> she's
0: she's <laughs> brutally funny on the quiz shows that I've seen her on. Uh, she's, so they actually brought these two from. I, I mean, they do other things, but they're very well known on the quiz shows. There's and lots then Noel of. for Mighty Boosh.
2: Fielding, yes,
0: who is from Mighty Boosh, and when I heard he was the new host one of the new hosts one of the comedians i was a presenters i i didn't believe it was even like possible i said mighty Boosh is one of the most avant-garde crazy out there comedy sketch shows i've ever seen and it's old now i mean they, they haven't done it for a while but like i was a surprised that he was not doing more of that to be honest i kind of wished he was but um a paycheck's a paycheck and i'm sure he's doing quite well on the show do you guys like him because i know his sensibility is a little spacey and odd
2: i mean i missed the old presenters, but i i thought the new ones were fine i enjoyed a lot of their banter with the contestants uh noel did certainly say some out there things but i didn't think i thought it all fit well they reigned
0: them in for sure i i I can imagine what that must be like but um
1: yeah i didn't like them at all (laughs) honestly I, Mel and Sue had such a, had a very like snarky yet caring way about them when they would talk to the contestants. And it just, it just seemed like these two were, they've had seven years of like, okay, this is what Mel and Sue were like. Try to do that. Oh, but yeah. like you, but like them. They are. And it just, it, it fell flat for me.
0: I'm wondering if the next season, so we're one behind, I think, in what they have in England
1: yes this was the one that's on netflix now was the 2017 series so i think they're they either just they recently did their their newest one
0: i think so i saw posts about it and um but to give you context noel is old greg so if you haven't ever heard of the mighty boosh but you've seen old greg that's noel and all of the shit they do is that crazy so i i just still to this day can't believe that that's what he's doing but hey I'm glad it's kind of working now. Uh, this latest season, there were at least a few nice moments of, um, let's say, multiple entendres that I uh, witnessed.
2: Yes, they definitely were a lot cheekier, looser and cheekier with uh, what they put through. Probably because it wasn't
1: on the BBC anymore. Yes. <laughs>
2: oh. <laughs> on the BBC during Family Hour. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: and yeah. if, you, if you want to get a feel for the random entendres that get thrown out there, the best way to do it is if you're on Twitter, look up No Context Bake Off. There is an entire Twitter account, and that is how I saw the Bread Week conversation before even watching the Bread Week episode. <laughs> Uh, there's just random like pictures and the text from it, and it's it's fantastic. But the show has always been s- pseudo dirty, you know, all the talk about yes. soggy bottoms and you know, like all these things. But it definitely kind of took it up a notch.
2: And Mary Barry was always looking for a nip to drink.
1: Oh, uh, I miss having her there. <laughs> when uh, when Prue was like, "There's too much alcohol," I was like, "God damn it, where's Mary Barry when you need her?" She would never say that.
0: Um, what uh, other heartbreak or uh, amazing uh, moments from the season did you guys enjoy?
2: Um, I don't know if it fits into the, either of those categories, but as far as production different that they've done differently is they went into... Like, when they would make some of the things that weren't well known, and I think it's... They've picked up a lot on, okay, we're also marketing this to the American audience now. When they bake some things that were more european not necessarily english they would actually while well, they would cut away from the tent and they would go on a little adventure to the locale to go into the background of the dish or whatnot because there was this pressed waffle caramel sandwich
0: oh what from, was that
2: called uh sh- oh. shod waffle or something it like was that i've seen them all the time
0: and i didn't know what they were called
2: um yeah but it's from norway I believe.
0: Mm, maybe. Switzerland. I don't know. Up no, there.
2: It was Scandinavia. Scandinavia, Yeah, sure. it was Sc- I think Norway. but
0: We're Americans. We don't know our geography. But I mean, like they actually sent
2: Noel out to Norway or whichever country it was to go to the place where they make them. And then, uh, what was another one? Uh, it was the steamed school pudding.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: And uh, they sent Sandy out to the monastery where they were created uh, back in sixteen whatever, yeah, and learned the process. And I just thought that was an interesting thing. Maybe that's just because I'm a stupid American. No, it, was nice I, it to is learn interesting food history like that.
1: I think uh, they did it in the season before the last season on BBC. I think they did it also because I feel did. like I've seen Mel or and Sue do it. Maybe not to this extent.
0: No, you know what it was. They did it as separate episodes. So there was the main episodes, and then they had like that. Oh, there, there was like that limited series where well, Paul no, and, and then they had the, oh, yeah, or the, no, that, it was a, on, that was the
1: masterclass. It ones. was on
0: the BBC. So when it was aired on BBC, they had it on after the credits.
1: But I think they actually they would do that. I think in the sixth series, I think in seven, they actually did cut away not as many episodes. I think they kind of tested it out yeah. because they did have it in. Because I would be watching. I'd be half watching because you know, sometimes like when they're baking, actually I don't always yeah. pay attention. Um and I would be like I would not be paying attention all of a sudden I'm like, why am I getting a history lesson right now? Oh, they're talking about what they're making. And it's yeah. usually a thing in the technical because it's it's something sometimes a little bit more obscure for even them.
2: Yeah. Definitely.
0: Uh, any other moments of extreme elation or disappointment? Uh, um,
1: when the cute gay boy made it all the way to the finals.
0: And then... Man- and Man- was that the
2: station one. or... Was that devastation? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I liked the... Uh, there was a, a quite a bit of LGBT representation in this season. And they don't always touch on it. Um, and I think that's partially because it's less of a wow factor for them. Yeah, it's just kind of like, blah, blah, blah this you know this contestant's partner or whatever um and actually the bbc just aired i thought there was another season in between when um uh the the last one for mel and sue and then this new one because they aired an entire season and then i found out oh no this was series three this was the first one that they aired here and um a a handsome young gay gentleman won that one but one of the other contestants that made it to the end was this little old man. And like, the-
2: ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, Hello Fresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Geeky Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm, Hello Fresh.
0: Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary.
1: there's not much talk about his like, home life until the end, and they're like, his partner, Rich. And I'm like, oh, okay, come on, homosexuals, let's do this. <laughs> um, but they, there's usually at least some form of LGBT representation. And in the newest season on... On Netflix, we had at least two. We had Yan, yeah. who is a lesbian,
2: uh-huh.
1: and then we had Steven, who is the homosexual otter yes.
2: on the series.
1: Yes,
0: Yan can bake.
1: I know every time they said Yan, all I thought was Yan can cook. Oh, and the only reason I know Yan can cook is because of Top Chef. So oh, all of my, really? all of my cook- <laughs> yeah, all of my oh, cooking so shows old. just intertwine on itself.
0: I watched that show so much as a kid. Oh my god um so i will is there anything else we want to talk about with this particular i'm going to pivot to an american well so so there has been several attempts to americanize this show there have um, been
1: two attempts one two failed miserably
0: several. one was with jeff foxworthy and um failed miserably yes uh although you know when we watched it it wasn't that bad
1: what i think happened was it was ahead of its time for what it was doing um Great British Bake Off hadn't really, I think, taken a hold as much over there. It probably was right around the time it first blew up because I'm mean, this is like uh, eight years ago, roughly, and uh, so it was right like maybe one or two seasons in, and uh, it definitely wasn't something that America had really ever seen before. So it was the same format and the same feeling i mean jeff foxworthy maybe not the greatest host in the world but whatever
2: well i don't think back then america needed as much feel-good television as they do right now that's
0: very true um paul hollywood though was on that version of the show which uh, wasn't
2: i thought both of them were no
0: paul hollywood and marcella Valladolid. i don't know who that is Uh. but then that did not work that was on cbs and I believe ABC picked up when they did The Great Holiday. Yes,
1: yeah, The Great American Holiday Baking Show.
0: And the reason you think both of them were on, Eric, is because Mary Berry was on that one. Uh, but not Paul uh, Hollywood. For so the
1: first season. For the first one. For the first, yeah. first season. The better of the two seasons, no matter what. Um, because it was presented by Ian Gomez. And... Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. And his wife. His From wife. Big,
0: my Big Fat Greek Wedding.
1: And Connie and Carla.
2: Yeah, the, uh... Nia
1: Vardalos. Uh, yes. I can never... I can only... <laughs> I, I get one of the two. And I was surprised. Normally I don't get Ian Gomez. Uh, So, they work really well together. um, uh, Partially because they are partners in life. And it's, you know, you're having to have that kind of chemistry and, and know that person. And they really played off each other really well. Mary Berry came over from uh, England to do the show. And then you had Johnny Ianuzo. Oh, okay. Who was yeah. the, like, world-renowned pastry chef or whatever he was. Yeah. And that season was a lot of fun. It actually worked really well. It was only a four-week run. They did it as a mid-season replacement. Or not as a mid-season replacement, but a winter break fill. Right. And they did eight episodes over four weeks, two episodes each week. And... um. That's where we got to meet uh the adorable Tim, who is the bear baker on the show, where mm-hmm. they danced around his homosexuality <laughs> at any point that they could.
0: Unnecessary.
1: But then they would be like, he'd be like, I'm making bears. They're my favorite animal. Yep. Here yep. are my bear oven mitts. He,
0: not so subtle, but like, great.
1: Yes, bitch. And yep. then you had the other guy that was on there that was flaming as flaming could be. And they still like, they were just like, mm, no. No, you're not a homosexual in this show.
0: And that show actually did okay, but then it flamed out when...
1: Well, no, it did amazing. Right. It came back for a second season. Right. And we got two episodes. We got the first weekend. And then Giant, uh, Johnny Iannuzzo, uh got stopped with sexual harassment charges. Yep. And ABC was like, ah, we're pulling this shit right off the air. And they
0: pulled it off Netflix, too, or Hulu. Hulu had Hulu, it. Yeah.
1: It got pulled from everything. Just
0: big shame. So who knows we may see this come back for a and, third iteration and that was
1: one that paul hollywood was on
0: oh i didn't, realize Mary I didn't come the, back for that uh, one paul okay. came
1: back for that one paul came back 14 shades darker than paul normally that's is. right oh, <laughs> and i was like you look weird because he's got piercing blue eyes and salt and pepper hair and then he looked as brown as these walls it's unfortunate you at home cannot see our walls right now
0: podcasting
1: is a visual medium (laughs) (laughs) these walls are very brown
0: i will say just having recently got more sun than i would have intended it makes the white hair stand out a lot worse and you're like oh i'm so old i don't know we're silvery
2: there was a lot of uh, fun banter of Noel picking on ja- uh Paul Hollywood's uh, skin complexion. Oh my of, God, yes. <laughs> there was one
1: point where it was it was paul um, was it Paul Prue and and Noel Yeah, and he's like, what color is what color is it supposed to be <laughs> like any you know Paul Prue or me like, like how toasted is this yeah. supposed to be? Paul <laughs> Prue or me?
0: <laughs> um, it'd be interesting to see Paul Hollywood throughout the seasons and use that as like a color scale as well. Because, you know, I don't think it's always that dark. It, like, oh, no, no, not a progression. at all. Um, so, any other thoughts on the uh, baking before I pivot to another similar show? Uh, then-
1: go back and watch it, because they make some amazing things. I, I don't remember which series it was, Um. but they had to do, like, cakes that didn't look like cakes. And they had one of the contestants, I want to say it was... Um, yeah, that was the
2: first episode of... The last one on BBC, the Candace
1: season. No, there was one before that, where she made the can of soda, and it looked like it was pouring, and so she had it on like the dowel, and like it was like the uh, the gravity-defying cake. I want to say it was. Oh, I can't remember her name.
2: Yeah, I think that was. I think that was a showstopper. It was a showstopper. But I mean, I think that was like gravity-defying cakes. I think was.
1: Yeah, and it. Yeah, they had to make them look like. Yeah. Whenever they, and then I think on this new season, they did something where it was like, it's not supposed to look like what it yeah, actually is. Yeah, they did illusion is. cakes. The illusion cakes. Oh, and anytime I see mirror finishes now, I get a slight heart on. I'm just saying. I want to make a mirror glazed cake <laughs> so badly. I need to go buy gelatin. I need to get all my stuff together. And I'm going to mirror glaze a goddamn cake before <laughs> the end of this year. Maybe it'll be my Christmas treat. I don't know. <laughs> Watching those videos on on Facebook or YouTube or whatnot are amazing.
0: I made, speaking of that, the... What did I make? The ginger snaps? No, they weren't ginger. They were the other things. The brandy snaps. Brandy snaps. That was uh, very exciting to try to do. I encourage all of you to go out and and have fun with that because uh, it's these rolled, like, lattice-looking, kind of crispy uh, cookies, and... um, it's you pour it and then it's like kind of caramelish and you yeah. have to roll it around a spoon to get that shape, but you know it has to dry and harden and not break, so there's a timing issue with all of this, and then you don't wanna it's it's complicated and a challenge um you
1: know what I wanna make fortune cookies Why? that was that was <laughs> i think one of my favorite technical challenges and watching them fumble through it was heartbreaking yet hysterical all at the same time i love.
2: was it sophie one of of them just like wrote one of the fortunes was getting tired of writing fortunes (laughs) (laughs) because they had to write 24
0: fortunes oh
1: and then put them in while they were making the fortune cookies oh
0: i like that one guy did the tetris uh thing oh
1: he's the other one i thought was a homosexual he um, always
0: had a very interesting extra element to everything he did that was really cool.
1: Yeah, they, I mean, he
2: was really young though. He was only nineteen, I think.
1: I know, which is why you know, I talk about his mom being his his best friends and and his how his, his his friends at home. And I'm like, all right, we get it. He's young and he's gay. We just yeah. keep moving. But yeah, the te- when he did the game boards and he did the Tetris one, when yeah. he did the game system, um, uh, like, and he had the little like even had the little, little game disc coming out of it, yeah. like. Yeah, he he definitely had his shit together for uh, presentation.
2: I thought it was an interesting challenge, showstopper challenge for Biscuit Week, where they had to make their own game board. That was yeah. an interesting challenge.
1: Yeah.
0: So...
2: If, and
1: make it playable.
0: If you enjoy <laughs> this kind of show and you are clamoring for more, you may also consider Made It... No, Making It? Yeah, the one with... Uh, Amy Poehler and Nick Offerman. Yes. It's making it, right? Yeah, it's, it's just making called
2: it. making it. Just craft.
0: So they took the, break, the Great British Bake Off idea or baking show format and tone to a large extent. And with some minor touches and tweaks from the comedians of, that we just mentioned, they, they made a show about making things, about crafting. And it is also delightful because it is not – it's a reality show, but it is not about scandal and editing to make people look – you know to fit a storyline i mean it's it's actually pretty uplifting and and it's about crafting which is something you don't maybe get as much attention to in in television certainly i mean a little bit more now um and nick offerman is amazing and i would watch him pretty much do anything in fact we watched him sip brandy uh, i believe one or no he was drinking whiskey or something uh in front of a fireplace for christmas one year
1: yeah that's a little too much for me I could watch. I'm like it all if day. he's not shirtless while sitting there drinking whiskey.
0: But it's it's his intense ga- uh, gaze that is what I am most. Uh, um, it's intense for the gaze. I get it. Yeah.
1: Um, and if you haven't seen it, go check out his brother oh. Matt Offerman' because holy fuck, he is hot as well. Wow. Okay. Giant bushy beard. Every so often, it pops up in something on one of my social cycles, and I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like, wait a minute, is that really? Oh yeah, no, Google them. Yep, yep. no, That's, that's so him.
0: funny. So Nick Offerman is a fascinating person. If you only know him from like Anchorman or Parks and Rec or random appearances elsewhere or this, he is like, I kind of love him because he's comes from a very like Midwestern, uh, very normal background. Oh, all right he looks like the bartender this is totally not going to mean anything to most people he looks at the bartender what used to be up at the wopsops brewing the yes. one that moved yeah. totally looks like him um so yeah no uh nick offerman is is fascinating he, he's a theater guy from early on but he's a very like renaissance man he makes tons of his own woodworking in fact he has like woodworking classes and and, and retreats that he does and what
2: was the name of his i think first book make your own canoe first
0: he has a canoe kit in fact yeah. one of my friends uh made one uh one of my my coworkers, you know husband basically made one yeah. um but no nick Offman's fascinating and he is married if you did not know this he's not married to amy poehler a lot of people assume that they're together but he's actually married to megan mulally and they have a book coming out about their relationship and they've done like numerous live shows together, and they're very, very they're a fascinating couple. So, uh, yeah, but, I mean,
2: uh, was it they met on that episode of Will and Grace? No,
0: they met as uh, they did a play together after Megan was already famous for being Karen on Will and Grace, the first run. Okay, and so then, then
2: she got him yes. on that Well, I, Come on, that was, nepotism.
0: I assume, and he's been back to the, the newer run of Will and Grace. But he's I got mean, a that, fantastic that was my first
2: introduction to Nick Offerman, was oh, that yeah. for Thanksgiving's episode oh. of Will and Grace, and I was like
0: oh. I need to go back and watch that. Yes.
1: <laughs> yes. I was like, hot damn daddy. <laughs> that was before the bags came in under his eyes. Yeah, he was so and, and young.
2: Eddie wasn't bearded either. No.
1: Whoa, oh, really? Ooh. But yeah. he was beefy as fuck. Yeah, it was kind of mm. Come on, daddy.
0: So uh so yeah, Willing, uh Will and Grace, making it is great. Um I haven't we haven't wa- I haven't watched the last episodes. I don't know who won. But uh it's uh it's only like a 6 or 7. It's, it's a short run show. But um if you're at all crafty or interested in that learning about it, they do a really good job of explaining techniques and the judges, one of the judges from Etsy, which I don't understand, but the other one whose name escapes me does, um, he's very well known. You've seen him. He's this puckish little, uh, designer who does, uh, Barney's coffee in New York City, like storefront displays, these epic, you know, well known, well documented, um, displays made out of found objects. Um, and they're the judges. And uh, it's great. It's a great show, some really great ideas if you're uh, interested in building your own shed uh, project or uh, a, a front of a house or um, smaller things like a uh, memory box or a quilt uh, display. Um, it's some really cool stuff. The
1: only thing that I did, the only thing that I and I guess it's not that big of a deal, but I like when they're all having to do the same thing. And they're not used to it where you have um, the eight or ten of them, however many it was, that yeah. all do different types of crafts. Yeah. I felt like it. some things lent themselves more to certain type of crafting than others. Because sure. when you're a woodworking crafter, you can make more impactful things than if you're a felt crafter crafter yeah you know like it just and and some of the decisions
0: it's a little confusing on some of the decisions too because you had the etsy chick coming in saying well that's just very past." like a lot of people are doing this it's not very original and it's like well maybe they didn't realize that and they just that's something they really wanted to make um but i agree the um consistency of of design goal would have made it a fair competition
1: yeah and i'm just sad that the homosexuals got kicked off
0: we don't know do we know that they were homosexual i think one of them was
1: oh my god three. one was like flaming as hell yeah no, and no. talking about his partner no, no
0: that one we knew i think well, no it, both of them both one of talked them?
1: about his husband and the other one was the other one that got kicked off when he shouldn't have gotten the kicked shadow off.
0: box and the the very like elegant um the, th- one, that,
1: the one that made it further the one the, the he got further than the other one i can't remember what he made yeah he was the one that was in the pie
0: Yes, so, yes. Yeah.
1: Definitely. Oh, yeah, no. He, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah.
0: no, he he was the... Okay, yeah.
1: No, but he didn't talk about his husband. The other guy talked about his husband. Uh, the older guy I was mis- talked oh, about his right, husband. Oh, you're right, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: He went home early. Yeah, he was like second episode in. But. So, um. Anyway, so yeah, these are two great... If you are living your life right now and you're under stress, you're dealing with the politics of the Donald Trump administration and trying to figure out what your purpose in life is in this terrible dark time... And you want some escapism that's not going to make you more stressed, but maybe uplift you and make you help you relax. I mean, this isn't going to put you to sleep. I, admittedly, I probably have fallen asleep during a few of them, but these are both great shows, and uh, uh, Making It is on Hulu, I believe, still. Uh, just aired, just finished, and then, as we mentioned, the Great British Baking Competition show, because show, there's another one. Ah, oh, too many names. Uh, is on Netflix, so... Cut the cord and go watch these on your favorite digital service. Uh, Any other thoughts on uh, similar themes of this show?
1: No, just go watch Baking Show because it's so much fun. Yeah. And
2: try and and bake something yourself.
1: And there's usually some fun eye candy. There's usually somebody bearded and delightful on the show.
0: And if you like this kind of audio relaxation, if you've managed to fall asleep, hopefully not, Uh, You can find more of it up on flameonshow.com. We have all of our contact info, all of our chicklets of different social media. We absolutely love when we hear from our listeners uh, through those various channels. And if you want to help pay for or subsidize the cost of producing this show, as several of you have very famously, you can go to patreon.com slash nerdy show and still digitally uh, subscribe and subsidize our costs for as little as you would like. And we appreciate every second we've been putting out additional content through uh, Patreon to our, our subscribers who have donated some money. So we appreciate them by sharing some of our more zany and bizarre moments that didn't make the cut. And if you are a comic book fan, you should go back immediately prior to this episode and listen to the interview of Pat and Jay, guest friend of the show. Did with Scott Lobdo Is that how you say his name? Lobdo Yes. Okay. I, n- I never knew if we were right.
1: Yes, yeah, um, like if you lob a ball. Okay. I so, still call him Lobdo.
0: So that was a great interview. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure I did to his face. <laughs> it was very lengthy. I uh I was very pleased with how uh interactive he was. And um candid. it was a
1: lot lengthier when we actually recorded it. There was an hour cut out of that episode.
0: Well, so if you're the a pa- magic of
1: podcasting,
0: if you're a Patreon subscriber, who knows that may show up someday.
1: Oh, there's definitely going to be something. There was actually uh, there was one question he asked us, Jay and myself, in regards to um, an LGBT LGBT topic from Happy Death Day, and um, I thought that was actually a really good conversation, and it didn't really fit into the episode itself, but it will be going up on Patreon very soon.
0: So again, Patreon.com/nerdyshow. Um, is a great source for all of those uh, bonus features. And I think that's it. Thank you guys for listening. We'll be back in a few short weeks with our fuller cast to talk about some of the recent pop culture-y goodness that we've been indulging in. Hopefully Castle Rock, which is one I'm very excited about discussing at some point.
1: I hope we have a lengthy conversation about Iron Fist Season 2. i I'm yes. probably the only one that has watched it. So
0: I need to see Season 1 at some point. Maybe. Do I? Maybe. Yeah.
1: It's very fist of iron. I was just impressed that they introduced Typewood Mary.
0: In a believable way. And why are you running like Tom Cruise? I don't know.
1: Because I was trying to do like the half and half, like I didn't realize it was Typoid Mary until she was looking at herself in a mirror and it was steamy and then she just wiped half of it. And I was like, Holy shit, she's Typoid Mary.
0: Oh. Well, I like that. So again, that's our uh, upcoming episode, but if you have any uh, f- if you have any friends or fans of drag race and you have any f- friends or friends friends or uh, friends if you wouldn't have fans, you might have fans. Uh, and you like podcasts that are gang geeky, please share the wealth, tell them about us. Uh, we always appreciate recommendations and uh, again flame is where you can find all of our good info. Uh, to get to your, our, our content. So thank you guys for listening and we'll see you soon. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter.